Welcome to today's edition of Startup Couches. On the couch today, I have Daniel. Daniel is the founder and chief conspirator at New Society for Wellness. Welcome to the couch, Daniel. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me on today. Yes. So on Startup Couches, we have amazing founders on the couch where they talk about their products, talk about product journeys, and you know how this product is kind of impacting our communities today. So, diving right into this conversation, what is New Society for Wellness and how does it all work? So, the New Society for Wellness, or NSFW, is a private members club for the adventurous. Um, Our focus is on helping people remove shame from their sex lives, uh, to educate them on better ways to engage in sex and have sex, um, and also to help them connect to other people uh, and to a larger community of people who are supportive of them, you know, being explorative with their sex lives. Um, we do this through workshops. We do this through education. We do this through private events. Uh, we currently have 6,000 members and we're rapidly expanding into new spaces and new clubhouses to make the experience of NSFW available to more people. Oh, wow. That's amazing. You already have over 6,000 members. Yeah, uh, we grew a lot through COVID because we started introducing virtual events. So we have these virtual parties that people can join. um, And those became very uh, popular through the pandemic. Uh, So now, yeah, we're at 6,000 members and we're quickly expanding new houses. Oh, wow. That's that's amazing. That's really, really amazing. Um, And so who... um, I think you already answered my second question, which is supposed to be who your main target customer is, which is people who are really out there trying to explore more, you know, um, around, you know, um, sex, what sex could be, the adventures of sex and things like that, you know, without judgment, yeah. without shame. And, you know, and these people who also want to be in communities of like-minded people who wouldn't also judge them so like they also want to be in safe spaces that are like judgment free which is really really um really your target audience right yeah i mean i would say like a majority of our audience tends to be millennial so we are targeting people who are younger and and probably haven't been to sex parties before sex clubs and haven't experienced things in sex positivity they haven't really done a, a lot so we tend to target people who are kind of you know new and, and trying to explore um but okay. we attract a lot of couples and, and married people we attract a lot of individuals who are you know looking to better understand something about themselves in a lot of ways um and that can be very wide i would say like nsfw definitely attracts a lot of people who enjoy sex and, and want to learn more about sex but for the most part we when we talk about our target market it is this kind of younger generation and and more millennial generation uh that has had sex in their lives only through pornography and has never really learned any other way okay okay that makes sense that makes perfect sense um and so um how did how did you start this new society for wellness you know how did it all start uh, well, my background uh, was in fashion, uh, and I was a fashion blogger for a few years and became very popular. Started working with brands like Louis Vuitton and Burberry on their influencer marketing and social media efforts. Um, from there, uh, I started an agency called Socialite, where we represented digital influencers. Eventually, merged and bought a magazine called Nylon, and then was running that publication for a while. And kind of reached this point in my career where I had gone to 
the heights of where I wanted in a lot of ways, but I felt so much of what I was selling and what I was doing, which was, you know, marketing for the luxury beauty and, and other things was just feeling a little bit empty. Like it didn't feel like it was providing, you know, actual help to people. Um, my background and my growth in my career previously was all in social media. And I felt that there was a lot of things that social media did that were not helping people and making people more depressed and making people feel you know, bad about themselves in certain ways. Um, so NSFW, the decision to come and create it was partially based around that, the idea of selling something to people that actually brings happiness, which I believe is, you know, feeling safe and judgment-free when you're exploring sex. Um, and then also a big part of it is cannabis. So we have a cannabis lounge and we're one of the, like the few cannabis lounges out there. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, it's uh, mixing those two very free, very available things and trying to bring people happiness through that by, you know, education and, and better understanding. So that's kind of where the transition came into and to building it. Um, definitely personal things for me as well. Like I had always frequented, you know, sex events and, and kind of experienced, you know, a lot of negatives that can come from some of those things, whether it's, you know, not focused on consent or not feeling truly able to be explorative or being in, you know, a more heteronormative space. So I felt a lot of that was um, in need of change and I wanted to create a space for myself in a lot of ways that made me feel welcome and in doing so, you know, attracted a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually pretty amazing. Um, and and how inclusive, you know, is, you know, the um, the community, the Society for Awareness community, how inclusive is it? Um, very inclusive. I mean, our core team, you know, in terms of like management, it's very diverse. Uh, and we have like, you know, the ability to have a very unique group of members who are very diverse. I think in terms of gender identities, we go the full spectrum and there's so many people who identify in so many different ways that are part of this. And you know, we have trans members and gay members and lesbian members and straight members and a lot of bisexual members. Um, I would say the majority of our membership falls within like the bisexual category, whether they're curious or flexible or fluid or you know willing to try things. Like I think that's a big part of NSFW and why we have been succeeding is that it does reflect how a lot of people feel about their sexuality um, and a lot of things that people are curious about. Um, but yeah, I would say we're probably pretty, we're pretty diverse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Um, I think my next question would be, you know, how how do you make money? Um, I see there's a, a strong community component. Do you charge like membership fees? You know, how do you make money? Yeah, so we have the membership fee model. Um, people pay a certain amount. With that, they get discounts on passes or they get free passes. Um, it's similar to like a gym would be in a lot of ways. So you sign up for a membership per month uh, or you get a yearly membership and then you can keep coming to things and experiencing things. Um, then there's payment at the door as well for the events. Uh, we do NSFW merchandise. So we have products that we sell here at the clubhouse in a little shop before people come in. Um, that sells well online as well. Uh, in addition, we make money through agency partnerships. So. My background is in media and advertising, so we work with a lot of brands in the sex industry and the cannabis industry, and we help develop and build campaigns for them. Um, so that brings in revenue as well. Okay, okay, that's actually pretty awesome. That's really, really pretty awesome. So, um, what's what's the um, what's your vision? You know, for um, and as 
FW, what's your what's your grand vision? What where do you see this going in like one year? So we currently have an initiative to open up 50 clubhouses over the next five years. Uh, we plan to do this in partnership with our members and kind of giving them the tools to start opening up and building out these spaces within their own homes um, okay. or secondary properties that they have. Um, we're doing our raise right now. We're raising uh, 50 million uh, currently. Uh, that's to take us through that goal of getting to 50 clubhouses. but. For the most part, we've been, you know, self-funded. It's been making money since the, the beginning, and we've been able to keep growing with that money and continue to invest in the company and build it to where it is now. Um, but yeah, the plan is to make this available to more people, to make sure that, you know, any city that you're in, there's a clubhouse nearby where you can connect and find like-minded people, and you can feel comfortable to explore or learn or, you know, just play and meet new friends. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, you mentioned that you're trying to raise $15 million. How's that going? Uh, it's been going well so far. We have uh, some committed already. We haven't uh, kind of launched our raise page, but that's coming out soon, probably in the next two weeks. Um, but yeah, for the most part, a lot of the commitments are coming from members, people who've been part of our community for five years now, uh, who want to see it grow and who believe that we can make this something available to more people. Um, so it's definitely a, more of an emotional investment for individuals who are poly, who are open, who are, you know, bisexual or questioning or, you know, just feeling like they kind of need this to exist for more people. Um, so yeah, overall it's been good. I'm pretty confident that we'll close our raise and that'll probably be the last time we raise, um, just to keep growing from internally. Yeah. 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 I also like the, um, members themselves are part of the round they are actually just making you strong emotional investment and i really really like that because it means that they believe so much in the product that they are actually willing to invest their own money into it um you know transitioning from like customers to um investors is a really really big step so i think that's so much validation i agree too and i think for a lot of the people who are you know putting money into it like there is aspects of it that have changed their lives you know they've definitely said things like you know all the people i hang out with all my friends now are people i've met here um and that tends to be something that we find a lot of where you know once they are part of the community and they start meeting people and connecting it's like it becomes this larger friend group and i think people understand the importance of that i think men in particular uniquely understand the importance of those friendships because it is so difficult for men to make friends later in life and that leads to higher rates of suicide, higher rates of depression, higher rates of stress. So yeah, in a way it's helping people kind of make friends and I think that's the reason why there is that emotional connection because it's not just sex, it's it's really about community, it's really about you know the people you meet along the way. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, I think my next question for you would be, you know, what would you say, uh, like, a major challenge that you face today running um, NSFW? I mean, the biggest challenge we have is with, you know, traditional banking institutions and social media networks. You know, you cannot teach about sex on Instagram. You cannot try to educate people about sex on Instagram. If you do it, you will get banned. You will get your account shut down. You'll lose all your followers. Um, you know, in the past, we've invested huge amounts of money. And even now we invest in our social media with employees and stuff. And like that investment can go away in a minute. All those, you know, years of building up into a profile can go away in a second. So I think the general censorship on sex on, on social media platforms definitely impacts us because 
it limits our ability to reach people in a way that every other business has access to. Um, the other part of it is on banking. You know, we've had articles in the past just talking about our issues with like PayPal or Stripe or other processing systems. And even though we don't sell sex, the simple fact that we sell education to sex or we sell events that sex might happen, um, you know, we're put in a different category. We're put as pornography. Um, and in all honesty, like, I think that is extremely discriminatory, especially to the people within this community. And I think it's something that we'll have to fight in a bigger way in the future. But for right now, the biggest challenge we have is just being able to get money. Yeah, I get that. That's really, that's really, um, really sad, you know. <laughs> um, but then some of these things, right, um, are also regulatory concerns on these companies, right? So some of these problems might not even be, even though, of course, they have um, some of these things are, are things that these companies should, should take up on themselves. But some of these things are just laid down regulations, right? So like in Africa, for example, there's a lot of regulatory um, um, ways that the government, you know, the people in power look down on things like sex, you know, talking yeah, about things like that. And so that is now passed into laws and so like payment processors just have to follow the right and if they don't follow the laws they their licenses get revoked so when someone like um nsfw comes to use a payment processor say from africa they're going to still be told the same thing that probably stripe has told you but i don't know the stripe reason but i am pretty sure here in africa there's a lot of regulations that already says do not sell this do not sell that you know so like semblance of it mentioning of it is really like a red flag for all of them do you understand no of course of course yeah i mean i think that's the thing is like we're we are you know progressive in our approach to sex and progressive in our approach to you know teaching people and and all that stuff i think that we'll always have to face some sort of regulation on that because yeah i think you know a lot of ways many parts of the world are not ready um but even here in america it's like not ready <laughs> yeah it's really really sad it's really really sad um my my very last question for you would be um how did the pandemic affect this business i know you've told me part of it um but can you like give me more more depth into how pandemic actually you know affected adoption for like nsfw yeah, I mean, we had to shut down the club and that's our main source of income. So we had almost like a 90% drop in revenue as soon as the pandemic hit with no ability to like, you know, keep our teams and stuff going. Um, we had to pivot and we pivoted quickly. We went into digital events, um, which was fortunate for us. We was able to, you know, get us a lot of media attention, but also, you know, keep the membership together and then keep them connected. Um, but yeah, it was very difficult. I mean, we run a, you know, in a sense, a sex club. <laughs> so it's like, it's going to be difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true. Um, anyways, this has been really, really um, amazing and very interesting conversation today. I'd like to say thank you so much, Daniel, for coming on the couch today. What do you think? No, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to hear the episode. Yeah. Um, and for everyone listening, you already know that... Um, every single week we bring you people like daniel and if you are you know um, of the age of consent and you really um have been looking for that safe safe place to you know explore sex to you know there's a lot of adventures that sex could provide there's a lot of happiness you know make sure to check out
NSFW is NFs um slash hyphen fw.com so make sure yeah. to check them out you can also go to uh, nsfw.house just type that in your url it'll take you there too yeah so just do nfsw ns nsfw.house and yeah. it will take you to the landing page where you could you know get access to this community i think you will love it so make sure to check it out and you know until next time guys see ya